Buenos dias from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 3rd of November 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. The 2023 budget was finally approved in the lower house after significant back and forth. In the last few days, some of the most controversial additions had to be taken out for the deputies to approve, such as income taxation for judicial employees and the increase of export duties. Now it's the Senate's job to give the final green light. Meanwhile, another deal was reached, but with the Paris Club. Economy Minister Sergio Massa announced on Friday the 28th that the government had managed to restructure almost $2 billion in debt. He also added that this agreement will allow Argentina to normalize the relationships between the country and those in the European bloc. Since we're on the topic of the economy, inflation has turned the use of cash into an increasingly burdensome errand. And while residents use other methods, such as the Mercado Pago app or debit cards, for tourists it's harder. Most of them resort to the parallel market to exchange their foreign currency for pesos, since the official rate would get them half as many. However, the parallel market operates in cash and currently the largest bill is worth less than $4. Therefore, you would need to leave a mound of cash to pay for a restaurant, for example. For now, there's no solution in sight, as the government refuses to make larger bills. There's a very interesting article by the Buenos Aires Times news outlet that dives deeper into it. If you want to check it out, follow the link in our show notes. Despite the largest bill being worth only $4, Buenos Aires is currently the fourth most expensive city in Latin America in terms of real estate, according to a study carried out by the Torcuato de Tela University and Zona Prop, the leading online real estate classifieds site. The price per square meter exceeds $2,400 in Buenos Aires City. The most expensive cities in the region are. Montevideo, Santiago de Chile, and Mexico City. On the other hand, the most accessible ones are Bogota and Quito. One of the companies that is betting on Latin America despite the economic uncertainty is Whirlpool. The American multinational manufacturer recently built a state-of-the-art plant in Argentina, which required a $52 million investment. The factory is located in the outskirts of Buenos Aires, in the city of Pilar, and 70% of its output will be for export. Executives estimate that it will reach $50 million worth of products every year, targeting the Brazilian market. On the other hand, car production is coming to a halt due to the lack of imported parts. Since the administration of President Fernandez announced a new scheme for processing imports, companies like Fiat had to reduce or stop production. That said, there's a bigger problem than import bans looming over Argentina's economy. The relentless drought continues to jeopardize the harvest of soybean and corn, a low blow for a global market crop market that's already on edge. These are some of the country's biggest cash crops, and yet the situation is so critical that the government had to restrict shipments to ensure local wheat flour supplies. But it's not all bad news when it comes to the environment. Aconcagua Energia, 
a leading oil company, has pledged to invest $100 million to build two solar farms in the Mendoza province. The company already launched the bidding process for the first one to be located in Luján de Cusho. When completed, it will have 150,000 panels and will generate enough energy to supply about 60,000 households. For Aconcagua Energía, this means reducing its carbon footprint by 23,000 tons. From environmental protection to health care, the government announced on Friday, the 28th, the launch of a satellite connectivity plan for healthcare facilities. Deemed as an important step toward equality, the plan will enable the deployment of satellite connectivity for telehealth care assistance, thus helping avoid the need to transfer patients and healthcare practitioners from one health facility to another. In other health news, the Federal Health Council has agreed to start offering a fifth dose or third booster of the COVID-19 vaccine. This decision was made after experts studied the epidemiological situation and the experiences of other countries in the application of boosters, the time elapsed since the second booster, and the benefits demonstrated by the COVID-19 vaccines to avoid complications, hospitalizations, and deaths. With that in mind, the fifth dose will be available for those who received the fourth one over 120 days ago. But while the government continues to promote the vaccines, social distancing is now a distant memory. You can ask the millions of people gathering at River Plata's monumental stadium night after night to watch Coldplay's 10 sold-out concerts. On Friday the 28th, the band even invited K-pop superstar Jin as he performed his emotional new single, The Astronaut, alongside Coldplay. The collaboration triggered a frenzy where hundreds camped outside the stadium to get a seat. Speaking of things worth seeing or reading, Forbes magazine published a very interesting piece on Buenos Aires architecture titled The Design Lover's Guide to Buenos Aires. The piece dives into the eclectic mix of cultures and styles to be found in Argentina's capital, as well as key destinations every design lover should explore during their time in the city. Look for the link in the show notes if you want to know more. Since we're talking about buildings, an Argentine TV show sparked controversy among building concierges. Just released on the Star Plus streaming service, the show tells the story of the manager of a swanky apartment building who uses his position to meddle in the lives of the tenants. Shortly after its release, a group of concierges published an open letter that condemns the show's portrayal of their profession and even claims that it was created to brutally attack them. Viewers of the show were quick to take to social media to mock the reaction of the group, stating that, under that logic, no fictional story could ever be written about any profession. Moving on, Argentina's president, Alberto Fernandez, flew to Sao Paulo on Monday the 31st to meet with the newly elected president of Brazil, Lula da Silva. Fernandez is Lula's longtime ally, so it's no surprise that they greeted each other with warm embraces, which could be seen on both leaders' social media accounts. The president's visit to Brazil was the first meeting Lula held 
with a foreign, any foreign leader since he emerged triumphant in Sunday's runoff. Hopefully, this will improve the relations between the neighboring countries as ties had been strained ever since Jair Bolsonaro and Alberto Fernandez took office. On that note about international relations, the president welcomed a group of Chinese investors last week. Alberto Fernandez met at Casa Rosada with China Railway International Group President Bi Yan Chun to discuss future investments in infrastructure, energy, and technology projects. Among the projects under evaluation are the modernization and electrification of the Belgrano Norte line between Vicha Rosa and Retiro, and road connections linking the provinces of Chaco and Corrientes, as well as Santa Fe and Entre Rios across the Paraná River. Back in February, Fernandez and his Chinese counterpart, Xi Jinping, had agreed on the former's adhesion to China's Belt and Road, its flagship global infrastructure development program. One recommendation before we go. The Fauna event, an arts festival by the National University of Arts, is returning after a two-year break. The event, which takes place between the 10th and 13th of November, is free and features a variety of artistic productions from the university students, ranging from dance to writing. This year, Fauna will host different workshops on cultural mediation, project design, and communication tools for artists. And that's it for this week. A couple of weeks ago, we mentioned we were looking for knowledgeable, interesting volunteers that wanted to have some special conversations, like interviews, but less interviewee, about Argentina. It's not too late. If you are interested in maybe being involved, let us know at argentina at rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana. 